You're tuned into the Mid-10 Listens Podcast, hosted by MiddleTennesseeMusic.com. Supporting and empowering the independent music community online since 2011. Head on over to our website to find more music, as well as to learn about our Indie Musicpreneurs Tribe, where we share our library of tips and guides on business, entrepreneurship, productivity, social media, digital marketing, email marketing, websites, and much more. You can also check out our book, Getting Your Music Heard Online, now on Amazon as a paperback and Kindle. Welcome to another episode of our Mid-10 Listens Podcast, MiddleTennesseeMusic.com. This is Joshua Smotherman, and today we're tuned in with Camino 84, a disco artist based in the Northeast. I'm just going to jump into it. What's up, Camino? Tell us where you're from and describe the style of music you create in your own words, please. Hey, this is Camino 84. I'm from Boston, and I make disco music. I kind of use disco as a catch-all. I guess, really, it's got a lot of funk and, and jazz and boogie and other sorts of R&B music in it. But back in the day, like the most legendary disco DJs, guys like Larry Levon, uh, they'd play anything that had a danceable groove. Like they would be playing records by the police and talking heads alongside disco classics and Afro-Cuban jazz. Um, so yeah, I kind of use it as a catch-all, but I combine all those elements into something that's dance floor focused and I call it disco. What led you down this path of music and what motivates you to stay the course? Well, I've always had a foot in disco as a listener. Like ever since I was a kid, I grew up with, you know, D-Light um, and Sugar Hill Gang CDs from my mom. Um, and then I got real into jazz as a, as a teen and, and jazz funk and jazz fusion and all the sort of groove oriented worlds of jazz along with that. So this was sort of a natural thing for me. I kind of figured disco was a lot of fun for me to, to spin as a DJ, and I kind of wanted to start a project dedicated to that. Um, and along with that, I got really into crate digging and, and vinyl and finding rare records that people hadn't unearthed before, records that were largely forgotten since the, the late 70s, early 80s, and breathing new life into them. So I just got really fascinated by the historian side of it, you know, being an archivist, uncovering these things, sampling them, playing them on the dance floor, spreading word that these things are out there. Um, so that, that's really what motivates me to stay the course, too, besides just being an artist who gets daily joy out of creating and, and playing music. Um, I think I feel a sense of importance about what I do, finding records and, and breathing new life into them. I think that's important. How is your new release different from things you've released previously? Were you out to... Uh accomplish anything specific with this yeah so my new album new mutant disco is very different uh from my previous releases because it sort of brings in a new uh influence into the fold by way of post-punk like the late 70s post-punk scene in the east village in new york city um i kind of wanted to make an album well i knew i wanted to make an album without any samples which is different i think all of my previous releases have some degree of sampling going on from completely sample based to just a couple small ones. Um, but I knew I wanted to make something that was completely sample free. I wanted to do something with a lot of live instruments. Um, and I wanted to do something that really excited me and, and was a rebellion against sort of cookie cutter music. Like I heard a lot of music, you know, on my, my Spotify discover weekly or something that was really, really well done, clearly made by very talented people, super polished, 
but still didn't excite me in any way. So I wanted to do something that really got my adrenaline pumping and was kind of reactionary. Um, so I developed this pretty rebellious streak almost while I was working on the music for the album. I sort of became anti-perfectionist and started to pull an influence from this really rough, unpolished punk music that also had a disco groove. Um, and yeah, that's, that's sort of how the album ended up. It ended up being what I'm calling post-punk disco, um, which is just disco grooves with really loud guitars and kind of digs into the grittier side of disco, which is something I've always enjoyed. Do you face any challenges as an independent musician in this oversaturated digital music era? And we all know technology helps us, so how does it help you? Um, I've never been an indie musician in a non-digital age, so I can't really say that I face more challenges. Um, I definitely face different challenges. Um, monetization is a, is a challenge that we're all trying to figure out, like how do we balance the importance of free access to music uh, and reaching new ears and, and getting things out there um, versus turning a profit from it, being able to pay for studio sessions um, and, and marketing and stuff like that. Um, so that's like a, a balance point. I think I'm starting to figure it out a little bit. I mean, Spotify has been really good to me. Um, some of my past singles have gotten picked up by Discover Weekly, and, and that's been a, a cool revenue stream that paid for a lot of the recording sessions of this album. Um, but I'm still experimenting. I, I think um, I think that's really the key is you got to be ready to fail. you got to be ready to experiment and try a couple different things and not grow too attached to any one way of operating as a musician or as a music business. So, um, yeah, I think technology has helped me a ton. I love to connect with my fans. Um, so social media is big. My email list, I, I put maybe more stock in my email list than some other indie musicians do. Um, I get real fancy with Facebook ads to, to draw new people in and to sort of build an initial relationship with them. Uh, but then after that, yeah, technology to me is, is all about relationship building. So I'm always, you know, having chats with people on, on DMs on Twitter or responding to emails. And um, I found that nothing, you know, really replaces that. So technology is just a tool to, to get there. Where's the best place for us to find you online so we can listen to more music and keep up with the latest news? Yeah, so I'm pretty easy to connect with online. Like I said, I'm real responsive. So I'm, I'm a big Twitter guy. Uh, my Twitter handle is at Camino Disco. Um, Facebook, yeah, you can find me there too, Camino84. My email list is big. You can get there at Camino84.com. Then as far as music, I always point people to either Bandcamp or Spotify. Like uh, Bandcamp, it's Camino84.Bandcamp.com. That's uh, where you can get like tapes and t-shirts as well as digital copies of the albums. And I think it's just such a cool, clean layout for exploring an artist catalog. So I'm, I'm real big on Bandcamp. And then Spotify, um, if you're a Spotify listener, like power to you. I am too. I'm a huge Spotify user, like as a listener. Um, and people listening and, and saving tracks on Spotify and putting them in their playlists helps even more people discover the music. So I am all about that. Camino 84 on Spotify or Bandcamp. Anything else before we sign off? And I just want to say thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. No, just uh, thanks Thanks for having me on. Appreciate you guys checking out the new album. And uh, shoot me a tweet. Let me know what you guys are listening to. If you, uh, if you like the album, if you have favorite tracks, you want to chat about other music, 
hit me up. I'm, I'm a DJ. I love to chat music all day. Thank you for tuning in to the Mid 10 Listens 5 at 5. If you want to show your support for MiddleTennesseeMusic.com in this podcast, check out our book, Getting Your Music Heard Online, available from our website as well as Amazon in formats Kindle and paperback. You can also show your support by subscribing and rating this podcast on iTunes. Doing so will improve your well-being, increase joy, and bring good karma to you. It might also improve your online marketing skills, your online presence, and help you get your music heard by more people.